Today, I'm excited. Guys, there's been a little bit of a break, if you will, in the emotional distress that we've been subjecting ourselves to um, over the last, I don't know, 12 weeks. Uh, I'm talking about, obviously, Real Housewives of New Jersey and Vanderpump Rules just kind of not being on our TVs last week. Well, they were to a degree. There was the, like, um, there was some episode. I'm, like, totally brain farting. If I'm being very honest with you guys, it is... 8.30 in the morning. I'm doing an early record before my full work day starts. My three-year-old has been up since, I think it's 5 a.m. Today was a 5 a.m. day. Love that for me um, and my husband. And now my husband is trying to keep my son basically away. You can kind of hear him in the background if you listen very very closely. Um, so forgive me. It's a little bit hectic in the house today, um, but we're making it work. All right. But anyway, what I was saying is I felt like there was just this lull last week. Um, there have just been so much like there has been, excuse me, so much noise around, I guess, both both of those shows and, you know, unknowingly decided to commit to those before they started. So it's just been quite a journey. Um, thanks for hanging around throughout it all. And if you've joined throughout the process of us talking about it here, um, welcome. And I'm so happy to have you back. If you're new here, hi, I'm Al. Welcome to the Reality Informant. We are today going to be really talking about couple things. One, like with this lull right now, what are we watching? What have I been watching? Um, I'll be talking about that for a few minutes. And then I really want to talk about Real Housewives of Orange County because it is one of the shows that I'm watching. And, you know, obviously I'll recap. There have now been three episodes out as of today. The third one came out last night. So it's every Wednesday is a new episode. And I have many thoughts. I'll do a quick recap of the episode, but I really just want to talk about what I'm hoping to see from Orange County and why I'm excited about it. Okay. So this one hopefully won't be like a really long episode. I think it's going to be really casual this week. Um, I just want to talk to you guys and check in and yeah, shoot the shit like we always do. All right, so let's dive in. Like I said, there's been a lull, right? So what shows are we watching right now? So I honestly just needed a little bit of a break, and meaning I needed a break from, like, the bad, toxic reality TV, you know? And listen, I'm the first to admit, as bad and toxic as both of those shows can be at times, obviously Jersey and Vanderpump Rules is what I'm speaking on, they bring me joy. I know. I know it's sick. It's twisted. But like I said, it's like a self-inflicted emotional distress, right? Like we chose this life. Anyway, um, with those quieting down last week, I just wanted to veg and like watch things that I know I would love. And I put on the Kardashians, guys. I have not been watching that like, uh, what's the word? Religiously, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, over the last few seasons, it's been definitely a just like a casual watch. Like if I if I have the time and I want to watch it, I put it on, I throw it on, um, and I like to call it old reliable. The Kardashians, to me, the show is old reliable. We I have been watching it since it obviously first premiered way back when, and have been through it all. I've always taken an interest to them, and I know it drives many people nuts. Like the whole thing, um, I actually really respect it 
from a marketing perspective, like just watching what they've done with this brand, um, you know, whether or not you like what they're pushing, you cannot deny that there has been like, obviously, so much groundwork done strategically just to get themselves to the place that they are today. And the people who say, oh, yeah, it's the sex tape that did it like, yes, it obviously drew a lot of attention towards Kim, but people, come on, come on. I'd assume if you're listening to me and you're listening to this podcast that you're on my side and you see it for what it is from, you know, the angle I just laid out. But listen, Old Reliable, I can just watch that show and it's like this mindless thing. I don't know. It's like I'm folding laundry. I throw it on. Um, You know, I'm decompressing from my three-year-old driving me nuts all day and it's just a good time. I will say, and I put this on my TikTok as well, I just find... Like, the dynamics so fascinating. I really do. Especially Scott Disick and Chloe. Like, what is it? No one's really sure. They love each other very much. We know this. But it's just so weird. But I still watch it. Love them together. But I'm always like, huh. Huh. Maybe in another universe, alternate timeline, they would have been together. I don't know. Could you imagine? Whoa. Um, anyway. I, I honestly was, I've been watching it, it was good. I've also been enjoying watching the Courtney Kim dynamic over like Dolce & Gabbana, which is very interesting to me. Um, watching Courtney like evolve while she's been in this relationship with Travis has been very interesting. Like I said, I don't know, in this show, I'm like a gnat to light. Listen, I don't need to watch it every week. Like, I just don't. I think at this point we've all seen it like a billion times and it kind of is what it is. Like, yes, there are things around it um, that are interesting, but like I said, I do appreciate it from a marketing perspective, but it's the same reason I needed to take a pause because I felt like everything was a product placement and it just felt so inorganic. And I know everyone laughs, reality TV, blah, 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 blah. It's contrived, but like, I do feel like to a degree, the Kardashians always tried to keep it like relatively quote unquote real, but I don't know the last few years, it just felt like it was becoming an advertisement and I just couldn't. So that was why I took a break. But like I said, threw it on this week because there was a lull and I'm happy I did. It was like, there was been a nice break. So if you've been wanting to kind of dabble and maybe see if you'd be interested again, it's good. It's on Hulu. I would recommend if you have been a longtime Kardashian um, viewer, fan, this is an interesting season. So go for it. Um, While I'm on the topic of Hulu, friends, and again, this is going back to the TikTok that I mentioned earlier. I made a, a like a TikTok talking about what I'm watching right now. So it's kind of this, but this is the extended version. <laughs> um, Secrets and Sisterhood on Hulu. Okay. It follows 10 sisters, 10. I'm serious, all biological. And they come from a very traditional background. And I actually feel like, and this is really, really I'm putting myself out there. Arguably better than, I mean, it. it is. I, th- I say arguably. I think it is better than the Kardashians right now. And like, I did not expect that at all. Um, if I'm being really honest with you, I had seen it um, on, you know, I had just seen it like on TikTok. I got served some videos that were talking about it. Like, obviously, TikTok knows. And um, 
I really was just like, hmm, you know, I was in the mood for something new. Obviously, was stressed out by friggin' Vanderpump Rules and Jersey that I'm like, I just need something good that's like new, fresh. What can you give me? And saw this, saw one of my favorite follows, Sarah Pop, um, where she's one of my mutuals over on TikTok, and she's great. She covers all pop culture. She's a big Paris Hilton stan, so if you guys are interested in that, she covers a lot of Paris. Love it. But she really covers everything. She'll touch on TV shows. She does touch on some of our Bravo stuff sometimes. Um, but great follow. Anyway, she talked She talked about the show, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, if Sarah's liking this, I'll probably like it a lot. Um, and I went for it last week and over the weekend and it was so good. So let me just read you the little like overview, I guess. I mean, it's literally a sentence from Google. (laughs) 10 Muslim American sisters, faith and bonds are put to the ultimate test while trying to navigate cultural expectations, their careers and love in Los Angeles. I'm being so serious. This show is really good. Uh, I am really interested to see if it picks up. I'm going to start talking about it um, on my socials because I want people to watch this. I think it's really good. I also think they're talking about things that are real, which are the faith and how, um, you know, obviously there's the cultural differences of being westernized. um, And then also they are, excuse me, what I think is the most interesting of this is the fact that it is 10 sisters and they are such a, um, because of the age range, there's such like a differing range of opinions within the sisters, right? So you have some sisters who are very traditional um, and then you have some sisters who are far more westernized and it's really interesting watching the dynamic. Um, I think it's a really good show. I really do. And I'm very interested to see like even the characters, I, I I hate to say characters, but the cast, um, these sisters have very different personalities. And, like, there are things that are happening that I'm shook. I actually think I'm going to do um, a whole episode covering. I don't know if I'll do the whole season. I might do, like, half, like, part one, part two. Um, because I really, really am interested in the show. And I think people... Um, would like to hear somebody talking about it. And if you guys are here, I'm assuming that obviously you have similar thoughts as I do or just interested in what I have to say or you're my mom. Hi, mom. Um, anyway, I think I'm going to definitely do part one, part two. I've decided that right now. I've put it out in the universe. Let's do it. Um, so Secrets and Sisterhood. I would absolutely watch this. It's totally bingeable. It's on Hulu as well. Um, I believe there are 10 episodes. Yep. 10 episodes and really so good. We're talking about um, sisterhood, love. We're talking about, we talk about addiction. We talk about sexuality, all of these things. It's really good. Um, and I'm only on episode three. <laughs> so that's a that's a really big uh statement, but I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit. So if you're interested in a new show and you need a little bit of a break from your Bravo um, menu, if you will, and maybe you're interested in the Kardashians, like you come from that world, uh, this is a show that I'd highly recommend. So those two shows have been on deck this week. And then obviously catching up on Real Housewives of Orange County. And let's get into the recap. Before I do though, and this is not ad placement, but this would be a perfect place for an ad placement. So sponsor me somebody. Um, before we do, I just have to say, I want to do a special shout out for Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard. 
All right. I've been getting a lot of comments on a video that I did when it was first released or premiered and um, very excited about the first episode. And I got to be honest, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I fell off. I fell off. I blame VPR, I blame New Jersey, um, but I want to watch it again. And I feel like in this little lull between now and I guess when Roni starts, um, I just want to catch up on it. I have seen, um, what is the what is the Instagram account that does the following or the data, the Bravo data? Um, let me just look. She's great. I want to make sure I get the right. Um, oh, it's Bravaholic data. And if you're like me and you love like actually figuring out the data and like understanding numbers and just trends and things like that, this is a great account. And she actually had talked about trending like viewership with summer with summer house martha's vineyard and it's picking up so i say you know a lot of people are pissed off with the way summer house has been and like what it means and what it means for casting and all the different personalities this is a good one guys i would say i will also commit to that um let me catch up and then I'll decide, you know, how we want to talk about it. But I feel like it's not getting the attention it deserves. And I just blame VPR and and New Jersey, Roni, please. Um, anyway, that was what I wanted to say before I jumped into Orange County. All right, let's talk about Orange County. Friends, I'm obsessed. And it's so funny. I had... Uh, Obviously, I just said I made this video about what I'm watching, and Sarah, who I mentioned, obviously recommending um, Secrets and Sisterhood, said, like, oh, see, girl, like, I'm not there yet. I don't think it's happening yet. Um, and I feel like the trailer is not doing this season justice, and I don't think it is really showing what—and I feel like there's a reason. I feel like this season is so good they didn't want to give too much away. Um, and, I mean, that's my hopeful optimism, but I really, really feel like this season, we just need a couple of episodes, and I think we're just about there, right? Because we just had Emily interrogating the shit out of Jen, which, classic Emily. Um, I feel like the dynamics now are going to start to gel. So I always say, like, when you have new cast members, I'd say give it episode, like, a, a three, four episode run um, for people to kind of get their footing, for new characters or cast members. I always say characters. I know that's so bad, but I try to be, like, real about this, but at the same time, come on. Anyway, the characters, oh my god, I said it again. <laughs> the cast, um, they need to get to know each other. They need to understand like backgrounds. Okay. How do you two know each other? Why do you guys have issues? What's the beef? Like the whole thing. I, so I'm always of the mindset, like, listen, it's not going to really stick until episode four or five. I know maybe that, but it's not scripted. So it's a very different ball game in my opinion. Okay. So Overall, I'm very excited about this season. I'm very excited for a couple things. Let me list them off. First off, I'm also going to put myself out there and just say, I know that Gina and Emily get a bad rap for not being quote unquote, like, I don't know, like cookie cutter housewife, like, I guess. But in my opinion, there is no cookie cutter housewife. And I have to say, after after watching this last season of New Jersey, this season of Orange County is like a breath of fresh air. And I want to remind you why, okay? We are no longer dealing with like crazy, crazy, toxic 
shit, like deep, ugly stuff, all right? At least within the group. This is like light, fun. You have crazy Tamara drama where she drinks too much. She says things that are like, you know, a little bit, um, what's the word? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think she should. You know what? Today, well, no, I take it back. I'm thinking, I'm thinking out loud, guys. When she was with Shannon on the boat, obviously, like, that was crazy, but she was blackout drunk. So I guess it's one and the same. But like Tamara's back with that crazy, which we love and we appreciate. We have Heather back with her like aspirational wealth, which is just like so, so far away from my reality that I love it. Like, I think that's good. I think you need an aspirational housewife like situation on a season. That's what makes it. That's what people want to tune in and like see. Right. Um, but. I I am going to say something. I feel like, especially with um with Gina, having the range is actually very nice now. Meaning the range of like, I don't know, I hate to be like this, but like wealth. She talks about it all the time, so it's fine. Listen, I live on Long Island, very middle class, upper whatever, middle class, and we're here. Okay? Um, so like this is this is safe space, guys. Um, my point is I actually like seeing a Gina like in like lost in Heather's house. There's just something relatable about that. So I don't really have an issue with like them all being on varying degrees of like, I don't know, crazy wealth. I think that that makes it more interesting and it actually creates more of a like interesting dynamic in moments like think about at the beginning of this um season when Gina and Heather are talking about really what um what went down with Gina not inviting Heather to this event that Gina was hosting and Gina goes on to say like honestly Heather like I didn't think it was nice enough for you but that's real like is it ridiculous yes but it's real and I think that that's very very interesting to watch play out. And I think it's something that most of us can relate to. So I am of the mindset that having like people from all different kinds of tiers, if you will, makes a lot of sense in a housewife, like, oh, excuse me, in a franchise like Orange County. I think when you're in Beverly Hills, we want to see the money, honey. Like we just do. Um, I think in New York, I think you can, we do also want to see the money, but I know, I think what they're doing with this new era that's coming out next month, which, by the way, I'm a million percent excited for. I will be recapping it. I cannot wait. Um, I think that what they're doing there is they're, they're, again, they're having, like, the range of age and diversity and, like, marriage. And I know that that's, like, an quote-unquote argument about, like, are you a housewife? No. Like, you're you're not married. You're single. But, listen, it's 2023. There's a lot of different ways to be, like, quote-unquote housewife <laughs> um so I I don't mind it and I think there's something nice about seeing like the wide range um but anyway I'm loving so well I'm loving Gina so I or excuse me Emily and Gina but I really want to talk about Emily for a moment because I feel like I feel like she just doesn't get the respect that she deserves and uh she lawyers so hard when we need her to, meaning she's going to ask. She's going to ask the questions that we all are nosy and want to know. Like I am sitting on a couch and I'm thinking things in my head and Emily is asking them like literally case in point, the cut fitness party and their ladies are talking to Jen. I wouldn't even say talking. I would say straight up interrogating Jen about her 
marriage dissolving and her new relationship with her now boyfriend, Ryan. And Gina is going in. And on the extended version on Peacock, which I watched, it's like a whole two more minutes of Gina asking these questions. Oh, my God, Emily. I keep saying Gina. It's Emily. Emily asking these questions. And Emily is truly making me laugh. Like, I I mean, first of all, her tagline, her tagline's amazing. I just feel like, I feel like sometimes, guys, it's okay to have someone that's a little, I don't know, goofy, silly. Like, she's just, like, silly to me. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people find her, um, I don't know, like, a lost puppy a little bit in the, um just like in the mix of things. Like, I just feel like she's, I feel like she's misunderstood. I actually think she's very funny. She's obviously so smart and intelligent. I think she calls people out on their shit. Again, case in point, saying to Tamra on the boat, like, you need to be accountable for your reactions and the way you've handled your situation with Shannon to which Tamara says she can go fuck a duck which like I don't even know what that means but it's gone down in history um but I don't know Emily Simpson with if you want to waste my time at least hand me a taco like that's my energy and I realize that people don't like that but it, it just is I don't find her to be irritating I like Emily so much I think she's like just enough messy where you're never sure if it's like an actual mess or is she just being very inquisitive like I don't know but she knows she laughs about it and she knows that she's that way so I love her again just as for Emily Gina like I I know I said her name like 50 times because to me they're a package deal but like Gina I also enjoy because I think she's just like very relatable and most of us would be in a very similar situation to her. And she's picking up the pieces, and it's cool to watch her do that. So I really like them. I just feel like they just get, I don't know, crap done sometimes. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, But anyway, let's just talk about this. um, Let's just talk about this last episode because it's episode three. It was the Cup Fitness Party, and I thought that was very sad. And it also made me realize, wow, how long have we all been watching this show that Cut Fitness is closing? And it's been open for a decade. I'm going through my notes. You can hear my paper. Guys, I've been so good. I'm taking notes and everything. You should be so proud of me. Um, but anyway, this episode is the Cup Fitness Party, but really the upfront of the episode, which I love these. I love when we do this. It's like the little tour moment in each housewife's home and we see a little bit of the family I felt like it was a very family oriented episode um we first see Heather with her family and her private chef which I was like living for what's for dinner I think it was Nate or Ryan or something um I loved it and you know what I have to say if it's for the cameras if it's not I don't think it's for the cameras a hundred percent but I feel like um Heather does a really great job of creating these, like, family unit moments given the extravagant world that they live in. And I think that that's so cool. And I think at the end of the day, when it all boils down, I think Heather is an amazing mom, parent, wife. And I think it really, you can see that through the way her kids are close to each other, close to her, herself and Terry. I really just 
appreciate their family dynamic and I think it's so interesting and we got to see all the kids again and they look amazing and we got to meet Ace her son for the first time on the show which is so cool honestly this family is everything like I love it they're so like out of touch with reality in ways but then at the same time they're very grounded so I don't know I think it's an interesting dynamic and I like watching it um we also saw um, Gina and Travis together, and we learned about Gina and Travis really together trying to go for um, their real estate license, which I think is really cool. I think, listen, how what better way to really like get something done than to be doing it with your partner and holding each other accountable? And I'm saying that now as my quads are on fire because my husband and I decided, you know, it'd be so good to be accountable and like work out together. And I can't feel my legs, guys. Legit jello. But anyway, not to make it about me. I, I do love that um, Gina has found somebody that she can really, um, I don't know, like connect with and, and do this with. And I, I just appreciate seeing her again pick up the pieces and really kind of rebuild. And I really like that. And it was interesting watching her discuss the cheating situation with Jen because it's complicated, like Travis said. And infidelity is obviously a huge trigger for her, Gina. So watching that dynamic play out has been very interesting. Like clearly she's already got her guard up at the Cup Fitness Party. Um, this comes up and I just feel like Gina really is reacting to like her deep rooted issues with infidelity and it's kind of playing out with Jen and I, I it is complicated I don't know what I would do I think I'd have to be very upfront and say like listen this was my situation I'm not gonna lie I'm a little bit guarded but I don't want to create awkwardness I want this to be good I want this to be like a healthy situation so let's get to know each other and put that behind but I do think it would have been very beneficial of Gina to just be straightforward with like what her feelings were on it and and how she's navigating it too. So I thought that was cool. Um, I did think going back to like the family moments, we saw Emily with her in-laws talking about, you know, her parental issues and how her relationship with her mom is strained and how they're trying to work that through. Again, this is all relatable stuff that Emily and Gina are bringing to the table. So I like this. Again, I, it doesn't, they don't irritate me in any way. Um, but I liked seeing that. Um, I always just feel like Emily's really honest and open about everything. So I, I just, I feel like, again, we all need to give her more credit. Then we saw, and I'm jumping around basically like these little vignettes with each group, but um, we did see, um, we did see, Heather and Taylor connect, right? Which was so fun, obviously over casting and Heather was being very nitpicky about, um, you know, what, what is happening with this casting situation. So basically, um, Taylor said, got cast in a, in a movie, I believe it's a movie, not a show. I believe it's a movie. I wrote movie. And, um, she basically says, Hey, Heather, like the casting director's my friend or whomever's the friend director, producer, whatever. Um, and Heather's like, great. But like in her interview is basically like, well, I need more details. What is this? This isn't enough. Like I need, you can't tell me that I have the job. Like the production needs to tell me that I have the job. So um, that was funny watching that. And obviously like I think Heather, I think she gets misunderstood as like always being judgy. And I 
do think that she is a judgmental person, just like baseline. But I don't think she's always out to like find the worst in a situation or like see something as less than. Um, I just think like even I have to remind myself like, okay, she's not always looking for like the problem and judging the shit out of people. I don't think so. Um, But it's like when you go to her interview and she starts saying something and I'm like, well, that is judging. Like, I don't, I don't know. So Heather to me, like I always, I always love and appreciate her. Um, sometimes she does things and I go, mm, Heather, really, really. Um, but in this situation, I think she was playing really nice in the sandbox, was very respectful to this cat, to this casting, or excuse me, this acting teacher coach. Um, so that's cool. And I want to see Heather go back and do things for her. Right? Like, that's the point. We want to see these things. And um, now's the time to do it. Her two kids are going off to college. She needs the time. So I'm excited to see that. I also think it's really cool that Taylor is doing that. I didn't know Taylor was, like, such a voice actor. That's very lucrative, guys, by the way. Um, Obviously, I have a background in advertising. We would work with VO artists all the time. They make so much money. It's insane. So good for her. Good for her. Nobody knocked that. That is truly a very lucrative side hustle. So good for her. But watching them together was really nice. It was refreshing. It was nostalgic. Like, I liked it. I liked it. And it's a crossover. So it's really cool to see this kind of happen um, and, and see Taylor be in a different space, in a different environment, but still work. Like, it still works. And I think other housewives could do that as well, meaning leave or move franchises. I think it's possible. Clearly. But really, this whole episode is centered around this cut fitness closing party. And it's really sad, to be honest. And it's also wild when you think about how long we've been watching this show. Like, sometimes I I'm, I forget. And then we have these moments where it's like, it's been in business for a decade. It's like, dude, what? Like, I have been plugged into this for over a decade? Like, what? But it's the reality, right? And then we see, obviously... Tamara's son, her mom. It's really nice to see kind of this just like evolution of where they were and where they are now. And I don't know, I like to see it. Like I said, that to me is super relatable. So I love that Tamara continues to like share that part of her life. Um, But anyway, we obviously are seeing this. It's very sad. But before we even get to the party, there are two things I really want to talk about. One is Tamara and Jen going obviously they're being filmed for a day they're like chatting at cut fitness prior to this party and in my opinion it's really interesting because it's the first time we're really seeing Tamra and Jen break down their friendship right so we're really understanding now how they came to be and maybe why there's been a little bit tension between them over the past few months so breaking it down long story short We know that Jen was once married to a man named Will. Will and her get divorced. Will just happens to be friends with Tamara and Eddie as well. So I guess all four of them were friends. And through this, um, I guess there was a separation, right, where Jen's husband goes back home and not in the state of California. And she meets this man, Ryan, at Cut Fitness. And, you know, over time, they have a relationship, friendship, whatever you want to call. She She's very adamant that there's no physical relationship um, prior to her getting divorced. People have a lot of other thoughts. Um, but really what we're finding out is that Ryan, now, this is Jen's boyfriend, 
Ryan is the one who told Eddie and Tamara about their affair while the three of them were away on vacation. Um, just bizarro. And, and why it's bizarre, I agree with Tamara wholeheartedly, is that Jen, who's very close with Tamara, did not tell her. Like, it, it came through via Ryan does not really make a lot of sense. And that's what Tamara kind of gets to. Like, obviously, that's why we had our falling out is, you know, it just put me in a weird spot. Obviously, with her friendship with Will, did they know about it and they didn't tell him? Like, that's a valid, like, frustration of Tamara and Eddie's, I'm sure, that they've kind of sat there looking like they've been holding the secret when they really just had no clue so Tamara get touches upon that, and I like that Jen takes accountability. She's like, no, that was not okay, and I should have come to you. I was embarrassed, obviously, and didn't know what to do with it, and I just kind of removed myself, hoping that would help, but instead, it hurt. So I did think that that moment was very um, raw. I thought it was Tamara being direct but soft, which is like a change for her, No. Like, that's something we don't typically see. So I felt really good about that. And again, I thought Jen was just very forthcoming in, like, how she felt and why she didn't tell her. And, you know, it may not be the answer that we all want to hear, but it's her truth. And I think there's something to be said about her owning up to that. The other point that I want to talk about is Tamra goes back to my point that I just made that she is there like an evolution happening here where she calls Shannon and FaceTimes her while they're at the crystal store which I have to respect editing really showing us how long Shannon's been committed to this craft of crystals no shade my best friend Byrne who will never listen to this because she doesn't watch any reality tv likes crystals and you know what I just don't blame her for that it's her it's her thing as is reality TV is my thing. So, right? Not judging. But anyway, <laughs> they gave her a nod that she's been obviously doing this for a while, which, again, I respect. And the FaceTime call comes through with John, by the way, which very interesting watching them together, knowing where it's landed in real time, right? We know they're not together, meaning Shannon and John. But... Well, I don't know. There, there's been rumors that they were together, I think, recently. I will follow up on that one. I'll report back. But um, it, it, apparently they are not together right now. So watching it back is interesting. But anyway, she gets this call. Get to it, Al. Get to it. She gets this call. And Shannon, like, I mean, Tamara tries to apologize. Like, she does apologize. She says, I'm sorry. But then she cries, and it makes it, like, weird. And Shannon has to kind of navigate that apology and, like, kind of accept it, but say she'll come to the party at the same time. It's weird. And this is what I'll say. The way that Shannon at the actual cut fitness party handled Shannon, like, face-to-face said, like, I am so sorry. Like, that felt real. I wish there was a little bit of more of that in the FaceTime call because the FaceTime call felt like you're a Hilalia and dramatic and this is about you in the moment. And, like, I get it. It was a little bit emotionally charged, I'm sure, but... I wish there was more of what she gave her at the party on the call because I think then Shannon would have been a lot more receptive to going and like maybe more excited versus feeling like weird about it. And maybe they both would have felt better about it. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, friends. What did you think about that? I don't know. I'm like, 
I didn't like the way that that FaceTime call was handled. Anyway, we get to the party and a lot of things happen at this party. I think for me, I just want to address that I felt like they were going so hard on Jen. And, you know, I mentioned it earlier with Emily, like lawyering hard at moments and we have to appreciate that about her. She lawyered hard. Okay. And she was grilling Jen about this situation. And, you know, there's a, there's this level to it where I think in like a regular situation, like if you and I were out, you know, in the office or talking, maybe not the office, that's not PC. Let's say we're out at a bar. Okay. And we're talking about all of this and having the same conversation. I don't know if, if you would ask the same questions the same way. Um, I feel like there's this level of now that they're housewives, they know that we want these answers too. So they're like digging for the answers for us as well. You know, like they're doing their job. So I do not hate when Emily does it. I definitely was like cringing a little bit, but whatever she did her job, you know? (laughs) And Jen was able to really kind of speak to it. And I think, you know, say what you will, but Emily's also, don't think she's not thinking in her mind. I'm giving this woman an opportunity to like write the narrative now. Um, So, you know, I see, I see the positive in Emily's investigative personality. (laughs) And um, I do, but I felt like, wow, we are really going after her. And then the Gina, the Gina of it all with this friggin' social media post. Like clearly this is someone who is deeply hurt by the idea of infidelity as are most people, including myself. That's horrible. Um, but she's carrying it with her in her judgment of Jen. And I think it's like, she's a said out loud that she doesn't want it to affect her feelings about her, but it's hard to navigate. It's complicated. I think, you know, it's like in her face, the other woman, you know, like that's what she's seeing. And I think it's really hard for her to not be so in, I don't don't know about in her face, but she's very aware of everything Jen's doing and it's almost like she's jumping on it. She's obviously having reactions to it. I mean, even Jen opening up amidst Emily's interrogation, you know, Gina had to walk away. She walked away and it was a little immature. It was a little childish, but I feel like this is a very unique situation and I feel until, until you're in it and you're in those shoes, in Gina's shoes in that moment, I don't know what you do. And listen, I'm, I'm of, of the mindset, like if you're uncomfortable, you remove yourself from a situation. Like you're an adult, remove yourself. Yeah, there might be ramifications and repercussions and people might have feelings about it, but like whatever, you do you. And I think in that moment she did. I think her laughing and giggling was like a nervous tick thing, but I just still... Um, I feel bad for Jen because she's like trying, but there are these things that are against her, but that's, that's part of it. You know, she's showing up as her true self. This is it. You got to deal with it and face the music with the group. But, um, I feel like, you know, I hope Gina and I, I, I have to commend Emily for saying in her interview, you know, this isn't, this is out of character for Gina. She doesn't usually go so black and white with people. Like she's pretty, you know, she, she pretty much tries to see it all and understand context and reasoning and why. And clearly Gina is not. And I say kudos to Emily again for just being like that frank about it. It's like, clearly this is not typical Gina behavior. She's feeling some type of way. And 
that's that. So I thought it was an interesting um, little like back and forth there. But I do feel like Gina in general is just like taking Jen as a like it's a, like a personal thing. And I'd like to see how that plays out. Um, but more but more about the party really is obviously Shannon and and. Tamara connecting and I had mentioned obviously that I felt like Tamara handled it well and I do I do think she handled it well I think that you know she was pretty direct she seemed very sincere and it let Shannon feel better about the whole thing um but all in all I mean this party was really good I feel like it was like I mentioned earlier at the onset of this whole episode is that you know we really need to give like three or four episodes for like dynamics to gel with like a jet like with a sort of new cast if it's if there are new people and I feel like this party did that I think okay now I'm getting it now I'm getting a feel for this and we still get to see more Taylor we get to see Vicky show up like I feel like this is going to be a very good season you have friendships that are that have been formed off camera, right? So there's history there. You have people who have obviously been on the show now for years. You have Tamara who's come back, who is a pro at this and is shaking up the dynamic that was current. And I'm just really excited. I'm very interested to see Heather Dubrow and like the fallout here because we know it's coming. We saw on Watch What Happens Live last evening that Heather, like, basically alluded to, like, yeah, let's see how this goes. Um, very interesting because I, I have to say, coming into this season, I was very excited about Heather. I really was. Um, I know she's got the whole, like, phony MO, but I, I do like her. I think there's something very interesting about her. I was excited for this whole group to be together, but I'm very interested to see. I'm I'm feeling like it's probably going to be like the whole she's judgmental card. They're going to pull that. Um, but I'm curious. We don't know yet. So we'll see it play out. Um, I hope you're excited about watching. I'm going to continue to watch. I will recap on TikTok um, weekly, but I will do another recap in a few weeks. But this week was awesome. Thanks so much. I feel like I am going to put together over the next month um, a couple of episodes that are evergreen not really recap episodes I really want to talk about Roni guys I'm so excited I think I'm going to do a deep dive on like who these people are what I'm excited to see and maybe we can tease a little bit of crappy lake and like what I think about that with Lou and Sonia and we can also just talk about maybe some of the rumors we've been hearing with um you know the New York ultimate girls trip there's been some pictures and stuff that have were posted over the weekend so look out for that I think that's the next move but I will see you guys on social. You can find me daily on TikTok. I'm typically talking about um, shows, recaps, you know, hot button issues, any newsworthy items that come through. Um, Also on IG, but TikTok's my main home right now. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. This is so much fun. I'm um, I know I've been promising like really cool programming updates. It's a very challenging process um, and I'm learning. So thank you guys for being so patient. I have some really cool content creators that I think you guys know and love. I know you guys know and love, but I think you're going to be really excited about what they're coming on to talk about. You'll see that coming through really in July. Uh, so we will be in touch. This mom's got to get to work. Uh, yeah. Have a great day. Have a great week. I hope you're watching Orange County. Let me know what you think. And we'll catch up next time. Bye, guys. Bye.